Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Brothers and sisters, the topic I wish to address is one about which the brethren are deeply concerned. I have titled my remarks, The Hand of Fellowship. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Matteblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. All right, well, quit swinging that mic around like a dick. <laughs> Welcome back to Can You Hear Me? Any witticism this week? I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. That's something you only hear in the country. Well, I got nothing. Got nothing. 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 Not to be confused with, oh, I'm nothing. Hold right. On. How about nothing honey back in the day? Nothing honey. Well, those bit of honeys, how good are those? How many? I never cared for those. I, really? I, I ate them, but I was always worried about my teeth. Yeah. They're so good, though, when they get just a little of that melt going. Yeah. Mm. We need to have Might have to try the old, 70s, 80s candy talk. Old school candy. Oh, yeah. What was y'all's thoughts on the, well, shit, we could do an hour on it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's save that. <laughs> I just had about 10 candies flash through my mind. we got like, way more important things to talk about here. On Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys that talk about things. I'm Gustav Montebanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am Heavy Longmire. And you can find us and please interact with us on Twitter. I am at Real Gustav. I am at Ty Webb 3000. So futuristic. Oh. So science fictionally. I'm half droid. You can find me at Longmire Heavy. And you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet at canyouhearmepod.com. We also have an Instagram and Pinterest and Tumblr. Again, we have no porn on our Tumblr. Hey, here's a little update. White Trash Jet Setter started following us on Tumblr. Seriously? Are you serious? I'm serious. This is big. This is big. Wow. Well, I'd retweeted some stuff of his on there. And all of a sudden, I see white trash jet setters following you. Really? And that is like, I don't know if he's listening to us, but huh. that's a step in the right direction. Tip of the hat, if you are listening, white trash jet setter. That is a that is a great one right there. Today is now a good day. One for the uh, one for the ages. Well, last time uh, we met, we were talking a little bit about an email from Toledo about moving from the country to town, and he sent a follow-up because he had forgotten a couple of points. Oh, okay. So I'd like to touch on that before we get started into uh, everything that Ty wants to talk about. Give us a bullet-pointed list. little uh, MMA style, that in there. Or is it MMA? No, what's, what's the... Dijiani is what I was going for. I need a bullet-pointed list. Um, <laughs> Dijian... Do some of the research online like we did. We did. Erections like, that, like when I was 20. All right, this is another one from Toledo. What? You've, You've never heard that? Oh, heard that? Yes, 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 yes. I thought you were looking at his email. No, I was no, like, no. holy shit, what is the this The subject about? line, erection yeah. like when I was 20. I was like, what? That'll be the name of this week's episode. There you go. So he just jumps in. He's like, I forgot two things. 
Does continuing to pee off the back porch in some way connect me to the country life? Hey, and that's what see, we talked about. Absolutely. I, my wife gets on to me for it, but you do it here. Yeah, <laughs> I do it here. I'll do it in the front yard. I'll do it in the backyard. I mean, at nighttime. Yeah, not yeah, daytime. Yeah. Not like that kid I saw. Well, yeah. I just did it, and when it's I right. mean, after dark, you it's know. fine. And because uh, she like it bugs her she laughs about it but it bugs her too when we're out at my parents house like they're i mean they're in the middle like i said they're yeah before they're what two miles off the paved road you know sitting in the middle of 200 acres something yeah. like that can't see a road for anywhere can't see houses anywhere and i'll just i pee anywhere yeah sure i mean i'm Absolutely. like a freaking dog you know right and uh She's just like, what? She wonders why you have to be on all fours, but yeah. that's true, and the barking is a bit much. Right. Are you into that dog play stuff, that canine play? No. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's got like, the leather why, mask why do, with why the dog. Do you, you don't even like. Why is that leg shaking? Go behind something. You'll just pee. Well, like, yeah. well there's nobody else here. Well, as long as you got your here. back to them. I yeah, mean, there's yeah. nobody else here. Yeah, I've got, I've got to pee. So, absolutely, Toledo. Just go pee in the backyard. Just don't get the cops caught on you. Yeah, make sure there's, you know. Nobody can see you through the privacy fence or anything. And point number two, even though we're making this move, the intention is to keep our eyes open for the perfect piece of property to build on. Problem is, the places around us come in the form of hundreds of acres. So you move out, you get west and far south, that's yeah. the world you live in. You get into that quarter section, right. which seems to be the smallest that people will What's a section, there. a thousand acres? Uh, section's a square mile. Oh, so I don't know that what be? that turns into acre-wise. Do the research online right. like we did. Like we did. Um, I think I have an app for that, actually. Now, up in the 903, because you've got all this push from the city folks that want a place to settle down, Yeah. then you get into the problem where for the normal kid that's a 20-, 30-year-old guy with a moderate job, nothing great, the land that used to be thousand dollars an acre is now three four five thousand dollars and it's hard to buy anything of any substance because somebody sold their house in california or Mm -hmm. dallas or something and buys the land up and then you're kind of sol then on getting your own foothold so you got to wait around for somebody you know to die to get their land a lot of farmers getting rich over those california transplants absolutely yeah so Good for them, but at the same time, it makes it really suck for somebody trying to come up and yeah. get a foothold and do their own thing. And perfect piece of land for different people is different. You know, what I think might have been when I might have been 25, what I would consider the perfect piece of land, I don't think I would consider that now. Right. Cause yeah, because it's a lot different taking care of a piece of land at 25 than it is 55. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you start thinking about, I'm going to have to cut how many acres right. for right. how many years, yep. yeah, it starts to feel a little different. Absolutely. How much, how many, you know, how many yards of fence do I have to check? And yeah. It doesn't matter. Like I've got, mine is, is a panel with horse panels. Okay. But it's, most of it's on old Bodark post. Right. Or old whatever post they were. So I have to go through and check, you know, every few months or so to see if anything's popped loose or anything like that. You saddle up the horse and I don't saddle ride up out. the horse five <laughs> like acres. A, no, I walk it. Five but acres. Desperado. Right. He's my, putting, he's packing ri- bags on there. He's, got a, rifles, he's pulling a mule. My rifle laid across my, my right. uh, crotch as I saunter along, dog following me. Pulling an extra colt. Right. <laughs> I do think there's something that's a little black holeish about the city, though, to where you go more towards the city 
and you think you're going to get out a lot sooner than you do if you, you know, the plan, you always hear the plan of, I'm going to mm-hmm. get closer to town or the city, but my plan is to, you know, I'm still looking for a nice right. piece of land to build on. Yeah. And it, it always takes longer than you think to get back out of the, once you get in that magnetic field of town, it's hard to get back out of it yeah, for I, a number of reasons. I could definitely see that. And there have been times when Mrs. Gustav's looked at, you know, something uh, you know, in the ha- in town, maybe closer to a school or something like that, and I panic because I know that I would lose my, you know. Your barn. My barn. That's right. That's the main <laughs> thing that I worry about. And my barn is a, is a wreck. I mean, it is. I've been but cleaning it's there. Hard, but it's there, and I can go out You've got there. a barn. I don't have a barn. I know. And that's, Do you have a barn, Ty? I don't have a barn. That just scares right. me because I, I don't have a shop. I've made my garage into a barn, yeah. basically. To go do something in, you know, and that that's the panic that I have. And so, so far it hadn't happened. It may someday, and whatever it is, I'll, you know, and I could always, I don't know. Next thing you know, you'll be relegated to a shed. Well, you know, if that's the case, at least I got that because I know people that Heavy doesn't have a shed. I don't have a shed. I ain't got shed. I would be hard-pressed. And, you know, some of those guys, there are like whole websites dedicated to people having sheds and how they fix them up and stuff. Yeah. There's some dudes making the best of it. Oh, oh yeah. Out. I wish I could. Yeah. Someday, buddy. Someday. Freaking homeowners. I probably so should do a shed. I've got enough room associ- in my backyard. Are you in a homeowners association? Shed. No. Yeah. I, I have been before, though, and I've yet to hear someone say, you know what? thing I like about my neighborhood is that homeowners association. <laughs> I mean, every one of those seem like a kick in the fucking balls. Yeah. I mean, I get where it keeps like the... Like I talked how, about how I got the kids with the dogs running around the front yard peeing. They're just yeah. trash. So, I mean, it serves a purpose, but but it goes so far. Yeah, swing. there's always an HOA Nazi too. Yeah, in every one of them. Yeah. How think, big is that rat that I hear keep hearing in here? I'm by the way, looking around, I don't see. Okay. Oh, it's a kid in her bedroom on the back side oh, of that okay. wall well, right that's, there. That's what she's doing. That's uh, what we're hearing there. We, well that's built. Much, that's much more acceptable. Here. Man, I got, you know, I got, since I, I have that five acres and there's just hundreds and hundreds of acres of forest, you know, just woods behind me. I got the biggest field rats in the world. They're big. And they come up on the back porch and I got those They're bulldogs. They're like cat size. <laughs> and they're trying, you know, so the other day we had something crawling around in the, in the attic. And so Mrs. Gustav's like, you need to trap whatever that is. So I go out to the barn, get the live trap, put it up there. It never did catch anything so i put it on the back porch you better make it as a trapper well trapping in your attic is not exactly <laughs> you need to watch jeremiah johnson one more time one more I, look i could set some beaver traps motherfucker okay jj would be proud okay get my my beaver scent out of my little uh, yeah dab it on there cover that scent i could i can do beaver trapping man when i was living out there on that ranch type area or whatever yeah. with the lawman uh-huh we had some of course that house that yeah. was the biggest damn piece of shit house. well that that one rat that, that rat that, we had that, was one of the biggest I, that, that was the rat biggest. we had that was a guinness that was a guinness size rat that was the biggest pack rat i've ever seen in it my looked life. like a cat didn't it it was oh. that size it was it, huge. Hey, it pulled a whole fucking loaf of bread under a closet door. Yes. It was that strong. And it was and that was the year too. That, remember that was one of the hottest summers we'd mm-hmm. had in about fifty years. That I think that and nineteen eighty were the two hottest summers that oh, yeah. fifty Woo. years. When was that? Oh eight? 
no, 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 and we lived out there. I think I've told you oh, before. Oh, well, I yeah, was there out were, there, too. Oh, that's true. Well, there was one. There was four of us living out there, mm-hmm. and we had one window unit that barely blew fan. Yeah. <laughs> and there was no insulation in that thing. No. And it was, I mean, there is no telling how hot it was oh, it inside was that house. And it I was, was sleeping miserable. on that tweed couch. Oh, couch. <laughs> I mean, oh. And Lawman was sleeping in that. Velour recliner. Uh-huh. I mean, it was probably 130 oh, it was on those miserable. pieces of furniture. It was miserable. And it was such a... Oh, and then... I would just so I'd the walk summer, in there, you know, because we were young and did a lot of partying back then. Yeah, it was a big party. And I'd walk in there to go pick one of them up. I'm like, oh my God, this is like... Oh, it was a fucking oven in there. Prisons. Yeah. Texas then, prisons aren't this hot. Just just to round it off, too, the, so the summer was like that. And then when that same year the winter came, remember mm-hmm. we had that awesome winter, all that snow yep. we rode around on the car hood and everything yep. out there. About three weeks into that winter, somebody Forgot. forgets to pay the propane bill. Yep. And then you know all those cheap bastards I was living with. Yep. They're like, yeah, I think we'll just let's just go without it. <laughs> yeah. So not a fucking ounce of hot water for that whole winter. Oh. You talk about a quick shower. Yeah. I mean it was probably 15 degrees in there and we got uh, nothing but cold water it was it was very jeremiah johnson too much so for that year well, that was a cormac mccarthy novel set in appalachia right well extreme you know, poverty that house, <laughs> we were boy, that's what we were. cracked me up every one of them's making over 60 yeah <laughs> and we were, they're living like that God, we were <laughs> yeah we were living like bums out there right uh, the refrigerator was basically like Bush light and some bologna. Yeah, bush light, bologna, and maybe some, some jelly uh, for the peanut butter and jelly some sandwiches. Some peanut butter and jelly, and we always had some of those uh, breaded chicken patties in uh-huh. the freezer for some kind of chicken sandwich or something. I mean, that, that house was shit when my aunt and uncle lived there. Which was what, 20 years earlier? 20 years earlier than that. Yeah. It was a piece of shit then. Big ass barn that was nice. Yeah, though. well, that was, you think the oil money for that. Yeah. We did, uh, and that big ass arena where yeah. we had some of those parties. Yep. Now those were some kick ass parties. How old were we? Then? Oh, we're in our mid twenties, weren't we? Oh yeah, 20s. yeah, yeah. It was prime party age. No, oh. mid twenties. Mid twenties, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was with Mrs. Gustav. Yeah, y'all then. started dating. Yeah, right. At the- well, yeah, that's the time. That that's around when y'all got married. Because when I was when yeah. we were in the wedding, I was living there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you remember was- those two years in a row? Because I think it was two years I lived out there total. Was it we- that long? It was well. I think it was over a course of okay, two, yeah. two different years. We had those two big ass parties out there. Oh, you remember that one where there was snow on the ground? Yes, and it that, was, that was a New Year's Eve party. Yes, when it snowed. And there was man. See, I had we, to work. I think I missed out on the. Both oh, of them. that was a that big. Was, we had that whole damn arena full. Just about. We built the fire inside the arena because it was you know open yeah, up. So yeah, the sides were. Uh, I mean, it had it had metal up the sides till. About the last, yeah. what, 10 foot yeah. or something, just yeah. for ventilation. Right. And so I made a perfect chimney, you know, right out the, yeah, that, I bet there were, there's a couple of hundred people, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I bet so. Big parties, big parties. And that, you remember that road out there when it would get icy, <laughs> you just pretty much couldn't get out there. Yeah. When you were stuck there. Or even when it rained, it was yeah. just so muddy. Yeah. You so know? slick. I don't know how we got to that, but, oh, we're talking about rats. We're talking about rats and we're talking about Toledo there. moving to, uh, town so godspeed toledo and looking for property so he's if he wants to stay out there 
his idea of property is going to be totally different than ours. Yeah, I mean, and there's always there's always the one knucklehead in the family that inherits yeah some land and wants to cut it up yeah. right to smell to sell uh, smaller lots to right. people. You know, I'd look for that. You know, yeah. I don't know if uh, I, I say knucklehead because that's generally you know the family doesn't want to sell it and right. they want to keep it in the family and that one punk brother or something like that or. That asshole, lives in the city. Asshole sisters, like, no, we're gonna make some money off this. Yeah, and, you know, so they but you know, I mean, it it's it, it's gotten to, it goes back to what are you gonna do with that land? Somebody, if you're gonna keep it in the family, you're gonna have to pay taxes on it. Well, ag exemption. So taxes. you get some ag exemption, but you don't get a full ag exemption. You still get taxes on it. So you got to lease it out to somebody. Well, you have to lease it out, and the yeah. lease will pay for the ag. I know the lease will pay the taxes. But yeah. that's fine and dandy if you know who you're leasing it to. Yeah, but. If you're it's still a pain, it's, if you're in the city, yeah, God knows what you, who you're listening to, you know. And so it, there's a meth lab out there. Next thing, well, you know. see, and, and that was what was weird. You were talking about, you know, back in our stomping grounds, how the city people, as they retire, you know, move into the country, buy their country home, they'll buy, you know, twenty to forty acres, something right. like that. I can remember as a kid, and I'm sure you can out there where you were, different patch, different patches of land around ours that had just you know they had gone to woods yeah now that were just abandoned right uh-huh. and nobody really knew who the hell owned it yeah. i mean yeah and you could you know it was all because i'd ask my dad there was one there was a place like that next to one of our places that was it probably wasn't but five acres and it was just solid woods right on the side of a creek you know nothing just crappy right. land prime and, poaching uh, territory yeah you know nobody I remember asking Dad who owned it, and I don't know, somebody from Dallas. And it was just the old people that lived there back in the 40s. When they died, it got yep. transferred know, to somebody transferred, else. Transferred, and then that person's died, you know. And so people, but then as the Internet comes along, it becomes so much easier to look to, for that to stuff. find out who owns certain properties. Because I know of two places around Mom and Dad's property, people from Dallas bought just by doing a internet search on yeah, I bet in these rural counties of owed back taxes. Oh yeah, and a lot of times one of the pieces of property, an old lady down in Dallas, hell, she lives off Mockingbird. Her husband had bought it back in the fifties. She didn't ever even he know that it existed. She didn't even know it existed. Didn't know she owned it, you know. And he had died in the seventies. So she had a bunch of taxes and, uh, owed on. Yeah, she had a bunch yeah. of taxes. But owed even on then, it. I think I think in Texas that you only have to pay like this year and the last year yeah, to do something, something like, like that. that. I mean, it was you know, there, there's a there, whole, was, there was a whole lot of a lot of property that just sat vacant and nobody really know knew who owned it and some of the less scrupulous residents of that area would yeah. go ahead and run cattle on it. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. People <laughs> would just commandeer it back then. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's no way to know. Yeah. And then you get into and I don't know Texas laws as much, but I know Oklahoma has some really strange laws. Like if you fence something off that's quote unquote abandoned and you maintain it, you know, it turns into a legal battle then that you can claim ownership. Oh really? Yeah. Squatters' it, rights kind of you get some squatter type stuff. I don't huh. know all the intricacies of it, but I know there was Damn a thing Sooners. over there. Uh, what it was. Still trying to screw the Indians. Where uh, Bootlegging. Mrs. Gustav's grandmother lived, had those mm-hmm. cabins and stuff. There was a lady that had bought land at some point and put her trailer on it. It had been there for like 20 years, but she was on the wrong plot the oh. whole time. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because she'd been there for so long. and Yeah. So it was just a crazy thing. But, yeah, just kind of. 
squatter rights if you can maintain your residence yeah. on it it's yours yeah so watch out well that's another thing that got nuts is folks from the metroplex started coming up there and buying land i mean they were used to you know you have a house down here in you know mckinney plano something like that. i mean those are going to be newer so I mean, this was even in the 80s newer subdivisions that were had been surveyed yes post world war ii oh yeah hell up there shit nothing had been surveyed since no the original yeah the late 1800s probably so you get people arguing over mm-hmm. you know buying a piece of property and had a one of these guys dad kind of got into it with evidently our fence uh one of our fences was on his property by ah. by a foot and people died over that foot right yeah which up there there's so much land it's like it's a fucking foot right you don't really worry about and, it but and hey you can use my fence here you go yeah exactly yeah. but folks that have are coming from the city where you know they live in a subdivision a foot you know and, the every world. Foot and to counts. them it's that home ownership thing of this is mine this is and it's like well it's just a freaking foot right you know? if you want to build a new fence then Feel free to tear that one down. Tear that one down and build a new one. Yeah, if you want to spend all the money in legal fees to get this remedied over a foot, then have at it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, hopefully, it'll so look at Toledo. City people can be assholes. Keep yeah, that's that's keep that in mind. Truth. So you had Mr. Ty a a couple of things that you'd been wanting to talk about that I'd made notes that you mentioned. I got a couple stories and. They were at least noteworthy to me. Well, I was going to run it by you guys to see if you had any thoughts on it. Noteworthy to you is noteworthy to us. All right. Absolutely. Well, which which one do you want first? Do you want... Handsome man's choice. Heavy? Well, I don't really care. All right. That's not the handsome man I was talking about. Okay. All right. So let's go with the one that's the most recent because it's the freshest in my mind. All right. Okay. I was eating dinner at a... Fairly local establishment that okay. we've discussed before. Okay. And it was, it's not that big a place. You've been there. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's great. And it, in fact, I was only there because you recommended well, it. Well, and I recommended it on the air so okay. we can say where it was. Well, let's see where the story's going before. Okay. We, so. This uh, may not be a positive story for them. <laughs> it doesn't have, it doesn't reflect at all on the place. The place was great. Food was great. But as you know, depending on where you're sitting in there, you got tables that are really close together. Yeah. I mean, it's very family style. Yeah. Seating. And I mean, I've had this happen before at other places, but this just seemed to be a very gross example. And I just want to see if y'all run into any of this and then tell you how I handled it and see how y'all have handled it in the past or how you would have handled it. So, take your uh, shirt off and start pants screaming. off first, and slowly removed my shirt. Okay, and that's where the problem started. Okay, no, there. So we're sitting there, and there's people are sitting. You know, all the tables are full basically, mm-hmm. and these tables are. I mean, it really is pretty. I mean, I feel like there's about maybe a, two feet between. Yeah, it's very close. My quarters. table and the table right next yeah. to us, and so you kind of feel like. You kind of feel a little bit of self-consciousness about how loud you're talking and that kind of thing because you feel like you're sitting together with the people next to you even though you're not. And I'll be damned if, I mean, hadn't been sitting there but a few minutes doing, you know, just normal conversation and there's a couple that's sitting next to where I'm sitting that is, I don't know, they're probably 60 or so, something like that. Hot. He wasn't bad. And the 
the lady, the guy gets up to go get him some fixings or something, mm-hmm. and the lady decides just full on turn and face us and just nose deep right in the middle of our conversation, like not even trying to hide it, just, you know, like almost talking or just listening, listening, Okay. like just staring and listening and about. I felt like six inches away from my cheek. You are a handsome man, so it was, maybe... this had nothing to do. First of all, y'all overrate that. Y'all need to stop overrating that shit right now. Let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> Second of all, this was this was about nosiness. This yeah. had nothing to do with, and if it had anything to do with attractiveness, it, it didn't have to do with my side of the table. This was all about what was going on at the conversation, okay. like. I want to, this was church lady sticking the nose in, wanting to know what was going on. Well, quit talking about sexual intercourse. Well, so let me get there. Yeah, let how me much, get there. So you know, if going back to your, our previous episode where you were on a masturbation topic run. I was not masturbating at the time yet. Okay. But this was just a very mundane conversation. This was the just beginning a, of sitting of, down. I mean, no, I, hadn't, I hadn't been sitting down five minutes. Just a run-of-the-mill conversation. Run-of-the-mill conversation. You're already a little self-conscious because you're sitting so close. All of a sudden, this lady is just full on, I'm going to turn around and just listen in. So it becomes very obvious to me and my dining companion that this person has just got her nose stuck right up our ass. So there's kind of the knowing nod between us of, well, you know, how the hell are we going to handle this? Did you start talking about A-team? No, but I decided to, I was like, you know, okay. So just kept our conversation. Guy comes back. They start talking. A few minutes later, I think he was still, yeah, he had gotten up again. She had decided to just full on get in the the middle of our conversation again. And then he comes back and I decide, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to handle this and I, I'm going to choose, I'm going to handle this in a method of my choosing. So I start to, even louder than we were normally talking going into, if these motherfuckers are going to listen in, I'm going to give them something to listen to. There little, you go. Bonnie Rate, let's give them something to talk That's about. That's right. There you go. Exactly. And so I started in with talking about how. Your uh, shit hot podcast? Nope. But that's a good idea. Anal warts. I should have thought about that. And I should have thought about that. So you fuckers would have done much better than me. Yeah. No, I start in talking about how I started using cocaine a couple years ago. <laughs> and not I thought, true. And I thought, well, not as far as y'all know. And that initially, like, I was a little worried about what might happen, you know, being a judge and all. But that, <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck it. I've been, you know, I've been on this job 20 years. Who's going to turn me in even if they know about it? Then I start talking about I start, decided to take it up a notch, and I was into transvestite porn, and then I decided to go ahead and just full on, you know, start a ring of my own, and I mean, I'm just going on and on, and let me tell you, this lady went white as a sheep. Well done, sir. <laughs> and they, their talk got... You should have said, I'm the attorney general, I can do whatever I want. Well... I- I probably should have taken it up that notch, but I did, I did, I did throw out, you know, like, I'm a fucking judge and I'm not worried about it. Oh, wow. And they got real quiet. It was obvious that they 
heard what we were talking about. Luckily, my uh, dining companion went right along with that's, it. That was my so next question. So didn't hang me out to dry. That, Could have easily was, hung me out to dry. That was my next question: was but, whether uh, she was able to keep, or whether your companion was able to keep. Went composure. along with it just fine. Okay. Uh, Kudos. And, yeah, yeah, and I dining and companion. We got from then on out. We got. Much less nosiness. That's great. And I felt like that they kind of finished up their dinner in a fairly rapid, rapid, <laughs> rapid pace. Speed. Yeah. Right. So how is that point. transvestite porn ring going? Hadn't been caught yet. And that was my that was my whole thing. I was like, you know, I thought, well, you know how cocaine and meth and X is going to get you into other stuff, and you just know that when you start it, <laughs> right? That it's going to get you into swinger parties, and then you're going to think, well, hell, I'm going to start hosting some of these of my own, uh, and then thinking, who better to do it than me? Because if the fucking sheriff comes over there, I'm going to be like, you're the judge, that, exactly, right? That was my whole take on this: was that I'm going to run this fucking this town well however thought. I want to. That's very 903. It is very 903. <laughs> yeah, don't think that shit doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. We've got stories that you've sent us recently from just north of the red yes. where something Woo! very similar was yes. happening. And that was kind of the impetus of and, you know, How that got going. where I was going with it. Yeah, there was that sheriff up in, uh, was it Garvin County? Or? Love County. Love County, yeah. Okay, maybe. yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, that just got, I wanted to bring it up because, uh, I mean, I've had it happen I haven't had it happen to that extent at a restaurant before, but I have. It does seem to happen a lot, or when it does happen, like in a line at the grocery store mm-hmm. or that kind of situation, where people just feel like they're entitled to nose their way into whatever kind of conversation you're having. Right. Or the flip side of that is where they're talking on their phone Put like no uh, one else is in the whole store. Yeah, see, I run into I had, that a lot. I don't want to hear about all your shit. I had an incident with that the other day, and I was. Wasn't having a good day, and I was like, you know. So we've talked about pet peeves before, and y'all have both said you don't really have one. Well, that is one of my biggest ones: is people talking on their phone in public. Oh my like gosh, that drives me. Oh yeah, nice. I don't like that. This was at the grocery store, and this woman was carrying on a conversation, and I can't even remember what the conversation was about. But I just I walked right up beside her, acted like I was looking at what she was, and just I hopped right in the conversation and. Well, that's usually my response is, and, to, uh, is to fuck with them in some yeah, way possible. She, this woman looked at me like I was rude. And I'm sitting here thinking that what you're doing is, to me, one of the rudest things possible is to – and she wasn't on the phone. It was the earbud, right. the Bluetooth thing. You know, that, And I'm like, ugh. No conversation is so important that you need to have it at full volume in the grocery well, store. Well, I guess I'm just – way too self-conscious or whatever about that kind of stuff but i can't imagine having a conversation as personal as i've heard someone have in a grocery store line yes to where everyone could hear that shit i mean i'm talking it's bad enough if you're just having you know just a bland conversation i don't want to hear about it and i think it's rude to do in public Mm -hmm. but people talking about the most personal things yeah so loud that everyone knew. I can't imagine doing yeah. that. And that's like their relationship with the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, save that shit. And that's a combination of narcissism, narcissism, insecurities, yeah. vanity, whatever you yeah, want I mean, to talk it's just about. A very, I, I think it's a very self-centered, self-centered mindset. Yeah, very self-centered. Um, and it just, it, it drives, I don't even like when... I don't even if it's a friend of mine, if it's a close friend of mine, I'll say something like if we're sitting there, you know, having lunch or at a restaurant or something like that. 
and you get a phone call, like unless it's an important phone call that you need to take right away, yeah. which, which which if you do, you can fucking step out and take it. Exactly. Right? But if you're if you're gonna sit there across the table from me and have a ten minute phone conversation about bullshit, right? We're gonna have a fucking issue when you hang up. <laughs> well, I got I was here, running late anyway, but I got a call from Mrs. Gustav right as I was pulling in the subdivision. And instead of coming in and y'all having to hear me, oh, I love you, I love you, I sat in the truck for five Thank you. Six, very responsible. Five, Thank minutes, you. Very responsible. And, you. you know, gave her the attention, the time that she needed. And, but I knew y'all didn't want to hear it. And I didn't want the nut kicking. Well, and. And you would have got and, it. And yeah. I, I think it means more when other people aren't hearing it. Yeah. It's absolutely. more intimate. Yeah. You know, it's like it, this is just between us. This, everybody else doesn't need to know how I feel about you, you know, at this moment kind of thing. Right. Like, I mean, there's a time for that to just tell the world how much you love her or whatever. But, like, some of that time needs to be intimate and, you know, no one else needs to be involved. You know, I don't like talking on the phone in the first place. Oh, I'm, not a, phone, a, I'm not a phone talker. It. People will hate it. Mrs. Gustav will say, have you talked to Heavy? And I'm like, no, I hadn't talked to him. I texted him. Right. Sent him a tweet. Right. We could go for Years without talking oh, on the phone. Absolutely. How many phone conversations have we had between the three of us in the last year? Maybe one. Uh, yeah, I, don't even I, had, know I remember having one with you. We had over the whole debacle. Yes, but, but otherwise, and that was an emergency yes. type situation <laughs> Things, where we you worried. had sleigh stacks around you. <laughs> otherwise, it just doesn't happen. No, thank no. God for text because. Oh. I mean, I fucking hate talking on the phone. If I had a job where I had to talk on the phone all day, which oh. I have to do enough of it as it is, right. but like, if I had a job to where phone calls was a major part right. of it, where I would go insane. the headsets involved that you Ugh, put the head Could you imagine in. that? That would be... No. I'd rather dig ditches. That would be my personal hell, I think. Yeah. Call center, that would be awful. <sighs> I think the worst... Hats off to those people that can I think like that. cold call marketing or something would be, yeah. be about as bad a job as I could imagine. Yeah, my self-esteem is too low to have that job. Because you imagine, I don't handle rejection No, well. fuck you. I don't give well, a shit. One, if somebody's like, you know, I'm trying to fucking have dinner, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. I'm a stupid motherfucker for calling you up at 5 o'clock. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want somebody calling me. Right. Yeah. I was a slow adopter of the text. I remember, remember when first got phones that you could have text on. I'm like, well, I was slow on it as why well. Why would I want to do that? And now it's like, well, I mean, it's all we do all day. Yeah. A couple of little girls. Well, and it was harder with those older phones. True. It was. Oh, yeah. Where you had to. You remember when you had to push like three times? Three times to get, to to get it. Yeah. <laughs> those old Nokia's? Yes. Yeah. The brick phone. Well, what was, I think you handled that situation lovely. Okay. And, right. and hats off to this mysterious dinner companion. Yes. I thought it was handled beautifully. I was going to ask you guys if like, cause that's my go-to move is to kind of be a passive aggressive smart ass when I feel like somebody is like stepped over their bounds with me. That's my go-to move is to like, I, like if somebody's standing next to me having a loud conversation, that's pissing me off. Or if somebody is trying to have a fucking, I'm over cussing with this, these drinks I'm having tonight for some reason. I don't know, but the, some, and this happens all the time in my office building. Somebody is trying to have an on speakerphone conference call in the bathroom. Oh. In my, that is just inviting me to flush a toilet 10 times in a row next yeah. time. <laughs> like, I, if you've got the, the balls to try to pull that off, you're going to get shit. See, yeah. I don't know. Okay, number one, I don't want anybody at work 
talking to me in the bathroom. No. No. Number two, I don't want to hear anybody on the damn phone. There should the be a rule where you have to, there should be a little lock box outside where you have to leave your fucking phone. Yeah. Well, I don't want anybody. You can't read the news while yeah. you're in there doing your but thing. Yeah, but do you go, at work, do you go take long shit? No. No. You could do without it. You do that at home. Okay. I'm telling you, it's it's almost on a daily basis to where I've got somebody on in speaker? the bathroom, either in speaker or or on speaker or loud enough to where I can hear the other person right. talking. Got the, the volume brain. turned up. Pen or sitting? Both. Good. They night. will sit the phone up on the urinal oh, and have the conversation with the person, no, and I'm no. like, and sometimes really personal conversations. I would so I'm like, this in. shit couldn't wait one minute. I would Which go into Tom in Arnold, uh, Austin Powers. And wash your fucking hands, by the way. And there your you phone. Go. Yeah, that phone's been... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because even if you do wash watch. your hands, then you're going to put your hands on that phone, and then we're right back yeah. where we started. Right. So how well many just... people have done cocaine off the top of that urinal? Uh, or no. worse. Or yeah. worse. I mean, yeah, cocaine's the least of your worries in an <laughs> office building bathroom. You know, uh, the bathroom in general, and I realize the bathroom is the place of opportunity. I don't want to have sex at some uh, strange bathroom at some club just because I know how nasty that Mm-mm. is from everything else. Mm-mm. Why is anybody – that's like – that's the last place I want to have sex. No. We'll go lean up beside the dumpster before, exactly. we, do, before we do that. With that homeless guy. Yeah. A little three-way with, with – I was going to say our resident homeless guy, but I realized I'd have to edit that out. <laughs> Mr. Garvey. Oh. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, that that was well played. All right, so you had another situation. The other situation didn't involve me cussing or talking about doing cocaine off a transvestite's tit as a judge. This was in the place of worship. (laughs) (laughs) Nice segue. Which I think many could argue that a club bathroom is also that kind of place. Well, you know. Depends what you're praying to. That's right. You got a lot of people on their knees in there. I think I texted y'all about this the first time. Yes. Yes. And this, it was a, it was one of those Sundays at church where it was either, it wasn't Easter. I think it was Mother's Day. So it was a day, one of those that day where there's, there's a lot of people extras. that you only see once a right, year. Right. Right there. I mean, not to sound judgmental about like, I don't give a shit if you go to church every Sunday. You know, I don't right. go to church every single, it's not about that. It's about, you know, you just see a bigger crowd at yes, certain right. occasions. See different that's, people. Yeah. Christmas, yeah. Easter, and Mother's Day. Yep, those exactly. are your three. Uh... And uh, so I'm sitting there, and, you know, it's not the most con- conservative of churches or anything, but there's certain things that will catch your eye right. that you don't see every Sunday. And about four or five rows up, I notice that there's a couple there. I'm going to give you more information as we go just to see what your initial image is. Okay. First thing I'm going to tell you is that there's a couple. Okay. And during the music, so we're about 10 minutes in. Now, I, is this a traditional Pretty, I'd say semi. Or you know, a, I mean, there's... They have guitars and, and uh, yeah, or drums. Yeah. Contemporary. Yeah. Is it contemporary yeah. or Yeah, it's not just organ. Okay. It's, it's kind of in between. Okay. In between. About five rows up from me, I noticed that Everybody's standing and singing. I noticed that this gentleman has his right hand firmly grasping the buttocks of his partner. So not just on, no. but squeezing. Like you can see the tendons in the back of his hand. There is definite squeeze going, and we're not just talking. Is this a heterosexual couple? 
Yes, but I don't know why that would matter. Well, I'm just I'm drawing the image because okay. you said to draw the yeah, image. Yeah, this is a heterosexual couple, and it's not just if he's drawing images, he would rather it be yeah. Well, I know exactly. What, he's got one she, of them in a nurse's outfit. Is she wearing Garters? pants? They're they're or yeah. Address? She's wearing pants. She's wearing pants. God, you want to rub one out now, or you want to wait? For me no, to I'm trying to. Why is okay. your hand in your shorts? Yeah, why is your hand in my shorts? <laughs> so and it. The hand is not just like cheek, touch, and grab. The hand is also not just cupping. The hand is in the midline region, too. Oh, so mm. he's getting a in little... In sort uh, of a bowling ball fashion. Oh. And full-on grip. Right. So, of course, that's all I'm going to focus on for the rest of the service. Amen. Of course. I mean, I felt the spirit move. Right. I know we've had tons of we did puns of we've thrown out there about the right hand of fellowship right. and the yeah it's, it's, <laughs> we we had about ten of them I yeah. think so this I notice okay well somebody's getting their Christmas goose early right and the you know we're all you know we're all worshiping in our own special way but this is we've got about two or three songs that go through and the death grip is not moving we're Every now and then, there's a hand up to the back, there's a pat, 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 and then there's right back to the warm place. So we're we're fully committed to this. And Absolutely. this is about midway through the area. So there's, you know, the, it's is not like they're a, back row where no one else is. Is this stay. a couple with children with them or the children? Well, we're getting to that. Okay. So my first question was. Just that, after the Apostles' Creed, I take it, because you've already broke into him. <laughs> this was, yeah. This was, Catholic was this a was, small C. This was post-AC. Okay. So I was going to quiz you guys a little just okay. to see what image you have in your mind. What age range would you put this couple in? I'm going to let you go first, Heavy, because you're breathing hard in anticipation. Late 40s. Okay. And what would be your I guess? would do early 30s. I would give this one, the, I would give the nod to Heavy in this one. Really? I would put them at about 40s. our age or a couple years older. Yeah, good for I would, them. I would put them at about 45. Tip of my uh, miter hat to him. Okay, yeah. so my first thought is happy marriage. Yeah. Um, Because there were rings involved, so okay. there was marriage. Is he going left hand or right hand? He's right. He's going righty. Okay. He's he's going hard to the right. And my second question is, do you think that they had kids with them? And if so, how old would you put the kids at? Well, if they're at the age you pegged, I would figure that the kids are too old for children's church, most of them anyway, and then I would put them at, you know, teen, junior high to teenager. I'm picturing a... Junior high or early high school age girl and a junior high age boy. You guys are fantastic as always. There was one kid with them, which was a, I would say, an eighth to ninth grade girl. Okay. And to what extent she knew what was going on, I don't know. She was standing beside him. Okay. So it was. So she was on his weak side. He's. She was on his non-grip side. Right. So she was left, then him, then wifey. Of course, that caught my eye. Of course, there was a lot of staring involved and a lot of appreciation, honestly. I was thinking, you know what? Bet this couple's pretty happy. Sit down for a while. Eventually get back up because there's more songs, more standing. I have a question. Okay. 
What were the people around you doing? Did anybody else seem to notice this? There were others that noticed. Okay. And, and how dense is, uh, since you're saying this is four or five rows up, I'm assuming we're not full density on the No, pews? no, it wasn't, it wasn't completely full. So between us, there were people on each row. Okay. But it wasn't, you know, right. it wasn't shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, so there was gaps. Yeah. Are we in traditional pews or are we in rows of chairs? These were rows of chairs. Okay. Yeah. Which allowed you to get a little bit better look too. Yeah, there were people that noticed for sure. I could tell, you know, there was some knowing nods. And then, so later on, there's more music. Everybody's standing up again. And this is definitely his go-to move because he's right back in there. Every Mm. time. Every time. Was it a nice behind? Wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Okay. So this, so that, and I'm thinking, I've never seen these people before. I'm, I'm probably never see him again. Right. Thing. You know, but or you maybe next, them. next Mother's Day. They certainly <laughs> left an imprint for sure. Um, but to their credit, I have seen them again two or three more times, but haven't seen that again. And hmm. they, they stand, they're standing in the same place. Yeah. I'm in the same place. I've got great views. I'm certainly watching. Right. And I'm, I'm now I'm really curious about was there something about that morning that, that, you know, they were really randy? It was Mother's that, Day. Well, that, and maybe that's his Mother's Day <laughs> gift. Maybe <laughs> every that's, year. That's, that's what every that's mother what wants is sex on Mother's Day. They, every right. mother to wants to be felt church. up in church. Right after uh, the Apostles' Creed. Yeah, that is the difference. Every father wants sex on Father's Day, but I'm pretty sure not every mother wants sex on No, Day. I yeah. think the moms just want to be left alone. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, I think a lot of times the, Fathers, Fathers do. They want to be left alone. They just want sex before and right. then leave. Right. Be left alone. Yeah. But I, so now that, that's a, uh, much like shitty McWalkman, I'm always on the lookout keeping, for them keeping to an see. Eye and I'm, now I'm really curious if I'm ever going to see that white whale again. I want to see that hand do what I know that hand wants to do. Now, so right. that got me to thinking about my own behavior. And I'm probably put a Deering song. I'm sure I've put a hand maybe at hip level. I don't think I've ever gone in for an ass, but I know back at, uh, I noticed at Easter this year, you know, the uh, congregation we go to has quite a few attractive 30 to 40 year old types. Mm-hmm. And they were dressed. Sundresses? There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of eye candy that day. And it was very, there was asses to be grabbed that day. Right. So. <laughs> Tight dresses, thin dresses, and there were some moms during the Easter egg hunt that were given some full upskirts because they did that little kind of squat, mm. and their dresses were so so short. It was that's a shame. And you church. know, pantyhose is not common in our generation and younger, so there wasn't even that kind of no buffer, no buffer there. It was how you doing, Victoria? I see your secret. <laughs> Your secret. <laughs> Not a Victoria. secret anymore. Not a secret anymore. Well, I think uh Which I think the young uh the younger generation has embraced the bare leg a little too much. Like let's get a little variety there with the legs. Well, you let's, know? let's pause that for our next episode. Oh, that's you and right. I want to that's talk right. about lingerie. That's right. And we know Heavy has yeah, different opinions. That's right. So we may go we, well we might title that lingerie war. Yes. Yeah, so I think uh I, I sh- thank you for sharing your uh, 
your stories with us. You're welcome. I always very well it. handled. Well, as I, you know, am prone to do in those situations, my first thought was to text you guys. Yes, because I believe we were getting texts in church. Yes, yeah. yeah. Judging that, by the timestamp. Yeah. When as soon as I saw that, I thought I got to tell Gustav and Heavy about this <laughs> right now. I need to let. I'm going to try to do as much play by play as I can. And definitely, we're going to have to talk about it on the yeah, show. Absolutely. It's funny how this has turned things where, and I know we talked about this, but I don't think we go into the detail now about things that we used to because we want to save things to talk about right. on the air and get the immediate reaction instead of having a prep work. Well, I, I always love tie stories. I do as well because there's no... Telling what it's gonna. No, no telling yeah, where it's, it's gonna just. Go. I feel like it's a lot of overpromise, underdeliver, but no, I'll keep I, doing I it. Always, Not at all. I always love tie stories. And to come in an episode to come, I do have an update on Shitty McWalkman. Oh, I can't wait! All yeah. right, so be sure to tune in uh, for future episodes to find out more about Shitty McWalkman, the no hand washing shitter at Ty's gym. Which, if you haven't heard that episode of, uh, I can't remember if it was. Uh, Birthing pains and stretches or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, go back and check that out on our website, canyouhearmepod.com. And email us at canyouhearme at pod at gmail.com if you have church inappropriate behavior stories or... Because we know you do. Yeah, we know you're out there with them. And as always, find us on Twitter. And until next time, thanks. Adios. Bye. How often do you pee outside? I also gamble like a degenerate. I drink like a fish. I fuck hookers maybe five, six times a week. I have three different federal agencies looking to indict me. Oh, yeah. And I love drugs. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.